One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. In this fast paced world, how can two busy women generate enough content to fill their weekly podcast? The answer is simple by dabbling in the dark arts. Each week, armed only with a Ouija board, a microphone, and a complete disregard for the safety of their own souls, Charlie and Zoe conduct a mind-bending seance, recording conversations from the beyond for your entertainment. We'll hear sensational snippets from distant dimensions, from strange and unexplored universes, and from the ghouls that haunt the most terrifying locations in the UK, within a 10-minute drive of Zoe's flat. This is Seance Cross. Episode 3 The Dentist. Hello and welcome to Seance Cast. I'm Zoe, and my co host Charlie is very anxious about the location for our seance this week. Do you want to tell everyone why? We're in the dentist's waiting room. And don't talk to me like I'm a child. You behave yourself or I'm not getting you a gin and tonic afterwards. Zoe! Charlie's been worried about her checkup all week, so I thought doing our seance while it's happening would be a nice distraction. Okay, maybe I am nervous. But it's not my fault. When I was nine, I had a very traumatic experience with a dentist. Let me guess. They gave you the wrong braces and that's why your teeth are all weird and crooked. No, he ran over my dog. What do you mean weird and crooked? I don't mind the dentist. I think it might be because I wake up every day with the knowledge that all life is pain and death is inevitable. Well, that's nice for you. But can you please keep your voice down? I don't want anything to affect my chances of getting a sticker. Don't worry. I may not be afraid of dentists, but I'm very afraid of standing between you and your Power Ranger sticker. Zoe, I don't think you understand. It's a shiny. All right. Should we have a go at this seance then? Or do you want to just keep reading those old magazines? How is the 1887 edition of Grazia, by the way? It says here that a drop of opium in your tea is a great natural mood booster. I'm going to try that. All right, just plugging in the Ouija board now. Whenever something comes through from the other side, whether that's a ghostly apparition, a message from another dimension, or a voice note from Charlie's dead nan, you'll hear this sound. Shh! Some of us are trying to focus on not having any cavities. Okay, Charlie. Come on, let's do the incantation. Strange visions, messengers of doom, we summon to this waiting room. Show us some sights from worlds afar. Hellmouth open and say, ah. Hello, uh, I have a bra fitting book for 3.30. Pop off your top and we'll see what we're working with. Okay, one, two... Good start. So, would you prefer the bra to fit the left tit or the right? Um, can't it fit both? Absolutely not. But we could give you the same bad fit on both cups. How about this one? It's so baggy, it makes your bangers look like tiny pearls nestled inside giant clams. Does it have to be quite so big? Can you hear that? Is there an echo? Some people like that, but it's not for everyone. Here, the cups on this design are so tight they cut across your midi today and give you what we like to call a double hooter. See? Each of your breasts looks like a little bum. So what do you fancy? Bums or seashells? 
Uh, shells? And what about the chest band? The elasticated one I'm putting on now provides a lot of support. <gasps> but it's not suitable for any activities that require breathing. It's, um, cute, but I think I'd like something a little less f- fatal. If you insist. <sighs> We're all about compromise. Here, this one has removable underwires, but personally I'd leave them in. It adds an extra layer of excitement. How so? Well, the wire is super supportive, but when you least expect it, it will pop out and pierce you through the heart. I'm told it's like being shot with a crossbow. One more question. What kind of headache will this bra give me? The one I wore in gives me a kind of stabbing headache, but I think it would be easier to concentrate if it was more of a consistent searing pain. Oh, this bra won't give you a headache. It's more like a full body migraine. Cool. I'll take it. Crazy things we do to look good, eh? No, don't worry about that. You won't look good at all. Our bras are specifically designed to contort your bazookas into an arrangement that looks almost pornographic in work clothes, but deeply unsexual in evening wear. Um, how much will that be? Let me see. Clamshell melon crusher plus the tetanus shot you need before getting spiked with the underwire comes to £1,852.22, plus fat. Well, it's cheaper than I expected. Whenever I put on a bra, I feel like a dog tolerating a Halloween costume. Zoe, I'm not sure about doing the seance here. It's one thing to contact spirits in the waiting room, but won't it be dangerous when I'm actually in the dentist chair? We should probably stop. Is this about your sticker? Yes, it's about my sticker. Anyway, it's not like you to be this relaxed. Normally you'd be seizing the opportunity for some contact anxiety. The truth is, Charlie, dentists are frightened of me. Why? Because your teeth are all weird and crooked. What? No! Because I have a freakishly tiny mouth. You couldn't even split an atom in there, which is probably a good thing. Have a look. At what? You haven't even opened your mouth. I have. Jesus Christ. Now, Jimbo, I know you've only done a few muggings, so let's review the ground rules. What's rule one? Um, open with a question. Exactly. Gets people engaged, makes them feel special. Rule two? Never mug a woman. Never mug a woman. Bang on. We're modern highwaymen. Honourable, chivalrous. Right, look, there's a group walking over to us now. Looks like two boys, one girl, and I think I'll see an iPhone 11. You know what, Jimbo? You take the lead on this one. Alright, boss. I won't let you down. Okay, hold up, guys. No need to be scared. This is a straightforward mugging. Is that an iPhone 11 I see there, mate? Here, take it. Thank you very much. Here's mine. Now put that away, ma'am. We never steal from women. You, in the back there, step forward, please, sir. Oh, um, oh, wait. Do you want my phone? Um, I'm not sure. Just one moment, please. What's wrong? Take the phone. No, I hear you, but are we sure he's a he? Of course he is. He's got a crew cut. He's wearing jeans with pockets. And, well, actually... I mean, now that you've said that... Do you uh, see what I mean? Yeah, I do see what you mean, yeah. Could just be a particularly masculine she. Well, I don't want to break rule two. What do I do? Ask his name. Um, quick question. What's your name? Alex. Oh, damn it. Okay, hang on. Maybe it's not breaking rule two if someone presents as a man in the way they dress. Oh, so we just ignore the vast spectrum of femininity, do we? There's more than one way to be a woman, Jimbo. I've got an idea. Alex, our pronouns are he and him, by the way. Okay, do you want my phone or not? We're meant to be seeing a film. 
Just wait. Um, do you have pronouns? Is this usual for a mugging? Now, now, we're all just trying to learn and be better, Alex. Right, I use they and them. Oh, bloody hell, what do we do with that? Oh, I don't know. I'm starting to think that rule two might be fundamentally outdated. Well, what am I supposed to do now? Do I give them my phone? Okay, all right, look, what matters here isn't really our perception. It's Alex's identification. Alex's role in this mugging is ultimately only up to Alex, right? If they consider themselves transmasculine in any way, us taking their phone could actually be quite affirming of their identity. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Alex, would you say you identify as someone who is having their phone stolen by me right now? I've never actually thought about my gender in this particular context. But... Yeah, I guess I would find it quite affirming to not be thought of as vulnerable, based on your, frankly, regressive stereotypes, and to have my phone taken. Oh, amazing! That is brilliant news. Hand it over then. Oh, wait, what's this? It's a Nokia 3310. Oh, oh no, you've got to be kidding me. You can have that back, Alex. And you think we're stuck in the past? That potato is a disgrace. We keep doing what you're doing, mate. We did learn a lot from you tonight. Live your truth. Every time I go to the dentist, they spend the whole appointment going, can you open a bit wider? And I'm like, no. You could tell me I just won the lottery and my jaw would descend two millimetres towards the floor and then simply give up. I should be in there by now. They must be running late. Something bad's happened. I can feel it. Let's go home. Can we go home, Zoe? I'll ask the receptionist. Excuse me, we have an appointment for Charlie? Zoe, no! Let me just have a look. Oh yeah, we're ready for her now. Do you want to go in? Seems like you've got a pretty big mouth to me. Hello, I'm the health visitor. You should have been told I was coming today. I'm here to check how everything's going with the baby. Beep, beep. (laughs) You're welcome aboard the Starship Home Sweet Home. (laughs) It's only humble, but we like to call it home and or the Smith Family Expanded Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> Come on through. Sit in the control centre. That's what we call the front room. Wow, you certainly do have an impressive collection of action figures. Who's this one? Um, Please don't touch that. It's an authentic 1994 Star Trek Next Gen data figurine and finger oil will damage the lamina. Do have a seat anywhere. But there, that sofa's actually a prop from the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Rings, so it's only designed for hobbit hips. You know what? I can just stand. So tell me, how is the baby getting on? Excellently. We have kept her in mint condition. Oh, goodness. Is that the umbilical cord? Absolutely. All original packaging is completely intact. If we ever listed her on eBay, and I'm not saying we would, but if we did, we'd be able to put as new, wouldn't we, sweetie? (laughs) You really should have that removed. I'm sorry, but that is no good. You are supposed to be looking after her. What do you mean? We're taking excellent care of her. We're not fools. She's a special edition. I dust her twice a day with an acid-free cloth. What's that on her feet? Is that your names? Yep. She's signed by the creators. A truly special little piece of merch. And how's your relationship with the baby? Do you play with her? Of course not. She's a collector's item, not a toy. Though, to be completely honest, we do secretly play with her. 
We take her out and jiggle her legs around like she's walking and do silly voices as if she's talking. You might not understand it, but she's very precious to us. If there was a fire in the house, she'd be the one thing I saved. Well, her and 1994 data, I'm not insane. Look, you have an unusual approach, but I think you probably are good parents in your own way. Too right we're good parents. We love babies so much we even think there's been enough demand for a reissue. I'm pregnant with twins! Well, congratulations! You must come back and visit again when the connection's complete. Oh, don't worry, I'll definitely be checking up on you. Goodbye for now. Bye. (laughs) Oh, God. I hope she didn't think we were some kind of weirdos. Maybe we should tone down the Sailor Moon outfits. Don't be silly. You look very handsome in those pigtails. I don't know why you needed me to actually come in with you. I want you to hold my hand. What? Sorry, one sec. I want you to hold my hand. You know I don't like physical affection. Right, Charlie, you've been very brave and everything looks great. We're nearly done. I'm just going to get one more piece of equipment so we can finish up. We have to get out of here. He's gone to get the bone saw, I know it. Seriously, you need to calm down. He seems really nice. And he's fit. You always say that about psychopaths. You fancying someone should be enough evidence to convict them of murder. Well, men, we've been adrift on these waters for some weeks now. Many miles from port and the storm is not lifting. We've eaten all our food, drunk all our water and finished a 10,000 piece puzzle of a retro sweet shop. I fear at last this may be our final hour. First mate, how will you spend your last moments upon this earth? I thought, with all hope gone, I'd send a message to my ex. A love letter? Sort of. You see, I've painted the words, you up, onto the sails of this very sinking ship. Truly an enticing offer. And you, other mate? I also thought to message me ex some horny tidings. See here, I've drawn this picture of an aubergine onto our last bottle of rum. And the bottle was empty. Ah, no. Should it have been? Ah, well, does not matter now. We'll join that soon enough. And you, Captain? What'll you do before you die? Oh, I too am thinking of my ex. Perhaps I shall scream. Want to grab a coffee sometime into the thrashing waves? For old time's sake. A true romantic to the end. Adam! Adam! Wait. What is that noise? Is it a lifeline or a mere hallucination? Adam, it's Denise! Oh my god, it's my ex. Hey Denise, um, what are you doing here? I got your message. The aubergine on the half-jump bottle of rum. It was cut away from you. It's been a while. How did you get here? I rented a boat to come and rescue you. Perhaps I can give you guys a ride back to land. And then maybe we can talk. Oh, this is kind of awkward, but I'm actually seeing someone else. She's just a barrel of lemons that I drew some tits on, but we have a good time. Are you literally kidding me? Why would you even contact me then? I don't know. I was bored. Wow. You are such a jerk. I can't believe I rode all the way out here. You sailors are all the same. See you never. Ugh. Well, 
The storm hath finally broken the ship in half. This is it, chaps. We're descending into our watery grave. Are you sure I did the right thing there? Telling Denise to go? Yeah, mate. You gotta live your life. I mean, what's left of it? It's just, if we talk, she'll want to get back together. And I really don't have the headspace for that right now. I need to focus on me. Ah, indeed. Exes be crazy. Okay, enough of the seance. Can we just focus on getting out of here alive? You haven't had your sticker yet. And I want to ask him for his number. Well, well, well. It seems we do have a problem. I haven't used my bone saw in a while. I told you! I'm sure there's a perfectly reasonable explanation for why he has a bone saw. (laughs) Oh, yes. It's for sawing up your bones. When I'm done with you, you'll just be a brain in a skin balloon. Okay, we should go. So, the door's locked. Oh, God. This is it. This is it. This is how we die. Don't worry. He has to let us out. Do I? And why is that? Because if you don't, I'm going to show you my extremely small mouth. (laughs) What's so scary about a small mouth? Take a look. Save me, sweet Satan. That's the smallest mouth I've ever seen. How do you even eat? Now you mention it, I've only ever seen her suck up individual cocoa pops through a straw. It's hideous. Come on, Charlie, we have to run. What are you doing? I'll be taking these. No. Not my holographic Power Ranger stickers. Get back here. Get well, back here. that's my last dentist trip ever. Now I've got these stickers. There's no point coming here again. Gonna let these teeth rot right out of my head. Let's go get you that gin and tonic. And, uh, can I have a Megazord? Seance Cast was written and performed by Charlie Dinkin and Zoe Tomlin, with additional material from Shelf, Ruby Clyde, and Rachel Watkins Dowie. It was performed by Malianne Reese, Kat Bond, Toussaint Douglas, Amy Sutton, Amy Gledhill, Kyle Smith-Bino, Alison Thea Scott, and Jen Ives. The producer was Benjamin Sutton, and it was a hat-trick production. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends about it, or your hands will start shrinking. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at seance underscore cast. <laughs>